like scary stories, if you like tasty beers, open up your mouth holes and open up your ears for... No, it's really just rain. This is water. It is not men. Water. (laughs) Hallelujah! It's rain and water versus men or pee. Well, and I feel like a lot of the rest of the country is dealing with with the raining of frozen water. Yeah, our water is not frozen, so I just have to go frozen. 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 Did you know his head looks like a toilet? That's a joke from two people in this room. Yeah, (laughs) it is a two-person joke. That is a two-person joke. My mother is just, so to give the rest of the listeners the context. Oh, wait, I want to share this joke with others? Yeah. No, I want to keep it to myself. No, we're going to disseminate a brilliant joke. Yeah, do it. Disseminate that joke. My my mother uh, went and saw Frozen and Uh everybody talked about Olaf. Olaf? Mm -hmm. Olaf. Olaf, the little singing snowman. He likes warm hugs. He likes warm hugs. My mother hates him. Hates Olaf. Is it because she hates it's Josh Gad. That's, uh, I think that's, that's part of it. Physically I think impossible. It might, it might I honestly be part think that's she's a cyborg. Sure. Then, but the the one He's thing that I can tell you that is is that anytime I show you I show her a picture of Olaf, it immediately becomes his head looks like a toilet, and that's what it is. His head it's looks like best. a toilet. His so no, head doesn't though. It kind of does what look do like your, a toilet. I mean, like the tank of a toilet. Yeah, yeah, yeah it like looks the like tank. A, the, the back of the tank, then his mouth, and is, then his mouth is looks like a toilet. Look at it again look and you'll see again. the toilet. That's why I look at him. I'm if just you look at him again, you'll right see. In his fucking mouth. That's right. <laughs> he likes warm yeah, hugs. I'm and sure poop. there's some slash fake out there. <laughs> yeah. We are not. Anna the first and Elsa had spent the whole day eating on burritos, <laughs> eating chili, eating chili and Cheetos. And then Anna sat said, on Olaf's mm, head. I have to take the biggest dump. Olaf said, "I'm ready for a warm hug of your butt cheeks <laughs> oh, on my mouth." Who wants to sit on Anna my face first? And unloaded a hot steaming ass load straight into his toilet Olaf's face. Toilet. Brings whole new meaning to the term "big summer blowout." <laughs> Hello, big summer blowout. That's my oh, favorite part of that whole movie is that God. weird little dude who's like runs the sauna. Yep. Hello. Hello. <laughs> big summer blowout. Oh, uh, that's right. Oh man. Yep. Uh, so now you welcome. got that. You're all welcome. Right, so you're welcome for all of that. So mm. now whenever you see. Olaf, adorable little Olaf. Yep. Think of a toilet. You're think gonna toilet. think about shitting in his mouth and how much he probably enjoys enjoys it. it. Mm. I'm so sorry, Josh Gad. I'm so sorry. Yeah, buddy. <laughs> you didn't deserve any you of that. You didn't do it. <laughs> this is somebody else's fault. This it's is my fine. mom's hang up. It's your mom's fault. 100%. It's your mom's. Yeah, totally, <laughs> totally. But you know what's not a hang up? What? What? Hi. Welcome to the Booze and Brews podcast. We are the podcast where we tell each other ghost stories. And drink thematically appropriate beer. And shit in each other's mouths. Uh, no, 100% <laughs> no. You well, you, you, don't, you don't hang around for the for the post credit oh, sequence. Yeah, you got. I leave the, the room when I go pee. Yeah, that's you poop in each other. Yeah, that's mouth. our super secret Patreon. There's a patreon.com slash booze and bruise. Watch us poop in each other's mouths. Melissa's not part of it. I am not on board. One podcast, one cup. No. No. <laughs> well, no. It's icky. It's icky. <laughs> yes, Stop it is. It. it is icky. And if we have also... fans, they are icky fans. <laughs> Stop it. Don't do it. Stop pooping in people's mouths. I don't it's enjoy it. 
don't want to see you get E. coli. It's gross. You're then you're gonna shit from shitting. From eating shit, you're going to shit. I know. I watched Human it's Centipede. A, it's a perpetual shit storm. You did. <laughs> I did. You did. Actually, a perpetual shit farm? Shit storm. Shit storm. Oh. But shit also farm. a shit farm. Yeah. It's where you grow shit, and, yeah. that be- and then and you then eat be- the shit, and then it begets more shit. shit. If you haven't... It's Gross. a circle of shit. <laughs> so, That's my line. I know it is. <laughs> so, so, gentle listeners, if you haven't stopped listening already get ready for some ghost stories we're not talking about shit hey guys has all this talk put you in the mood for love i bet it has (laughs) shit love oh that's right this is the valentine's day episode (laughs) yep yep it is yep it is happy valentine's day guys from the shit and brews and booze podcast that's our that's our spinoff series the shits and booze and brews yep I think we could come up with a better title than Schitz that. And, Bru- and you have to say it like a German. Shits and brews and brews. <laughs> Big summer blowout. Yeah. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> I don't know why I find that guy so delightful. I think that's all he says in the whole movie. Probably. <laughs> He's so cute. You're just like, but it's a summer blowout yeah. and it's winter. Do you <laughs> not get the joke? Because she made it winter, guys. You guys. <laughs> He's got bathing suits. Because it's winter. <laughs> I think. So no. no. Um, I, I hope you're in the mood for love. Endless love. Endless. Oh. Endless love. Endless love. Because dead people. Did I just spit on there? No. Maybe. I thought something uh, had, had came out of my mouth. Had projectile from your lips. Yes, yes. She did make weird noises out of her mouth before we I did. started. I did. <laughs> like a gremlin. I honestly oh, yeah, didn't did realize like a... you guys heard that. <laughs> I thought it was just it in was my head. weird audible she made noise. This, yeah, horrifying gremlin gurgle. She was just sitting there and she went like... <laughs> Honestly, I thought that was just a sound my head made, and not that it was audible to anybody else. And Bob and I were both like, "What the fuck was that?" <laughs> Look, I was drinking, and it didn't quite go down all the way. Get me out! It wanted to come back out. My beer wanted yeah, to come you back out. It was like a xenomorph inside you, just yes. crawling out. Yeah, that's my own chest burster. <laughs> I've named him Sven. Okay, Sven the chest burster, and he hasn't decided to burst my chest yet. Yeah, he's not quite ready for his big Valentine's Day blowout. Yeah, he's more. He's more throat gurgly at this point. <laughs> Fine. Um, but yeah. Okay, so your Valentine's Day story is about Lerve. It, uh, no. No, it's not about Lerve. No. It's no, about no. ghosts? Mine's so, not about Lerve either. So Happy Valentine's two- Day, die alone. That's right. <laughs> no, because like all things with this podcast, it is, here's a topic, whatever, whatever that, that means, means to you. you. So when we were deciding, okay, Valentine's Day, I, I went down the path of where do you go? when you take your valentine somewhere so i was thinking oh okay where are places Betty Hanna. and i came across olive garden no i went well endless possible similar but it was a it's the like pleasure a lounge. chest so i i, ended I don't up, like a tofu i ended up at a lounge okay shit so yes it's early for her to be yelling at us i know it's early for you it's two to be dingleberries no it's not yeah, it is. <laughs> that's not true i feel like this is usually a couple <laughs> beers in where you're being an asshole <laughs> no that's not true at all <laughs> hey, you now i'm gonna be a dick that's yeah accurate yeah um no so i went down the path of uh restaurants okay because you went what or lounging what where do you go do? what do you do on, on valentine's day yes you go out to so, dinner not so you're right. shitting each other's mouths so, and you eat olive garden no olive garden then shit in the mouth <laughs> oh yeah yeah sorry no, i got the messed up reverse sorry and let's strike that sticks. flip it and reverse it your it's body endless. barely has to change it just has to make it browner it's yeah just, look, yeah it's endless because it. he keeps going through you and into your partner endless. and then back into you <laughs> <laughs> so i settled on the tonic room 
okay. in Chicago, Illinois. Okay. This is also a very Chicago-themed episode. As oh, it, it is. As it comes to find out. Yay, we did not plan that. So it's haunted Chicago Valentine's. Um, okay. So this story is very light on ghosts, but its history is so bonkers that I had to talk about it. That's and for our Patreon subscribers, this month's video is going to be something, a spinoff of this story. Ooh, a spinoff. So, buckle up. And if you are interested in our Patreon, patreon.com slash booze and brews, give us some money. You can find out more about what I'm going to tell you. Yeah, and get, watch us do get it. Get more of these just shenanigans. Here. That's right. Watch you, us awkwardly sit in front of cameras and not know what to do with our faces. Pretty much. <laughs> pretty bad. Vanessa's like, I close my eyes a lot. And I'm, I'm all like, like well, I ignore everybody. <laughs> like, I don't know what's wrong with me, guys. <laughs> I don't know why you're friends with me. I'm a weirdo. <laughs> That's why I'm friends with you. So anyway, uh, the Tonic Room is located in the Lincoln Park neighborhood of Chicago. Oh, my story too! Yay! Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> this is a very Chester Bennington um, rest yeah. in peace yeah. episode of Booze Aww. and Brews. He's a guest now. He tried so hard. He did. <laughs> Shut up. He got, so far. he got so far. You know, in the, end, in the end, it didn't matter. Really matter. <laughs> and also, you guys. Oh, no. Oh, you, no. you know what? He left himself open to that. Oh, no. You, hey, shut up when I'm talking to you. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. That was good. Thank you. <laughs> so, continuing. Bob needs a sec. I know Bob's about to break. Bob's <laughs> 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 it's everything you say to him. One it brings closer. him one step closer to the edge. He's, he's about, about, about to break. break. It's not he's funny anymore. It's not funny. That's one too far. That's one too far. So, it, it uh, the the tonic room currently uh, serves as a very nice Art Deco themed lounge. Oh, Ooh, that plays host to acoustic guitarists on Monday nights. Oh. A jazz trio on Tuesdays, Ooh. rock bands on Wednesdays, mm-hmm. and DJs the rest of the week. Oops, oops. Open right. poetry it's in night. The DePaul University area night, and people are saying this is actually a nice place to go if you want a change of scenery because it's not all sports bar kind of nonsense. So yeah, it's it kind of like fun a, and like fancy little. You yeah, know, if you want to be pretentious as fuck and listen to a jazz trio, go here. If yeah, you're one you're of those college. pretentious DePaul yeah. collegiates, I'm then reading Voltaire at the oh, jazz yeah. trio band. <laughs> Um, so bartenders uh, use old school uh, tonic bottles, hence the name Tonic Room, uh, to pour drinks and retro tonic bottles line the bar. So again, Are they're they like actually they're retro. On brand. They've like sourced them. Yeah, I think yeah, so. locally sourced, locally organic, organic bespoke yeah. Yeah. tonic bottles. Bottles. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, and it's a place for small batch both liquor. I'm totally selling you this, <laughs> and I'll you'll get to it in a minute or the they reason why in a second. Gin? And it's a place for liquor and beer drinkers alike. They have hipster martinis, and then um, the regular drinkers will drink Allagash. That's oh, what it says there on the website. And now you have oh, an that's perfect. The hey, we're regular hey. drinkers. Yeah, yeah we're just regular, regular drinkers. drinkers. Um, I'd like something basic, like a beer. Yes, I love basic beer. That's not quite basic. Um, They also have a pretty awesome history Mm. that includes, as you may have guessed, one or two ghosts. But like I said, they're lame. So, okay, (laughs) tell us about the jazz trip. Tell us this lame thing, yeah. (laughs) During the 1920s, Mm -hmm. um, members of the Northside Gang Mm-hmm. Uh, frequented the bar which included a brothel upstairs Ooh, fun times um the north side gang as vanessa will get into was the main irish american mob in chicago during the 1920s and were the main rivals to the chicago outfit run by johnny torrio and al banjo shower capone yes mr alphonse um, um, banjo shower capone. like i uh, like i just alluded to fancy tune is going to tell you that the gang war between the two would end in a quite bloody 
Massacre. Yeah, they had troubles. They had oh, some no. troubles. They had to, they, so stay tuned. They were mad at each other. So stay tuned. And stay you're going to learn more about the the uh, culmination yeah. of this uh, yeah. of this little sort of sure. Um, Our rivalry. stories really dovetail into each other well really this did. week. Um, For Valentine's Day. Of all you know, times. It's hilarious because when I wrote down St. Valentine's Day Massacre, I was like, oh, <laughs> shit. Uh, Had the Irish boys all been up at the brothel? So the Irish boys would go there. and Well, that's where they frequented. We're that looking to get some there. trium. Yeah, they wanted that hot oh, poonie. I'm interested in some strange. <laughs> what, what do you Where's got? Me pot of gold. Do you, will you do a BJ for a nickel? Red balloons. <laughs> that was, that was a good Irish reference. Green BJ for a nickel. BJ for a nickel? <laughs> yeah. What, he, what didn't he say that to a brothel member? <laughs> Apparently there was a bunch of uh, I almost said the derogative term because I'm one and I can say it, but a bunch of Polish Americans in this band, or band, this uh, gang too. Were you oh. going to say Polacks? I was going to say Polacks. <laughs> dirty, dirty Polacks. Dirty Polacks. Um, um, so they were Irish and Polish. Yes. So they were really everyone. Chicago was very Polish heavy. They are the Polish sausage of the Midwest. Okay. Yeah. So it was really everyone but the Italians it's and the Jews. Right. Okay. Yes. They were mm-hmm. separate. Mm-hmm. Um, so They had their own thing. Yeah. Separate but equal. That's right. Except not, because then they the, murdered each other. It's fine. <laughs> one very much one. <laughs> Stay tuned. Um, so when the lounge was being renovated currently, so it was, you know, hangout. It's always been kind of a bar. Um, well, during the 20s, it was a bar. During the 60s, it wasn't. And I'll get to that in a second. Um, but when the current owners were renovating the lounge, um, they the they discovered Egyptian iconography painted on the basement floor. What? Yes. Fucking which Pharaoh's led, tomb. Which Shit, led, yeah. Oh, wait. It's ISIS. <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ. That was a weird joke. That was a weird, very specific Egyptian <laughs> joke. Not the same Wow, ISIS. you know what? I just got it. Wow. <laughs> I, like, I said it and I was like, I don't even know if that's funny or not. <laughs> Kinda. I'm going to give that one a four. All right. On the funny scale. All right. Um, so anyway, they found this Egyptian iconography painted on the floor, which led to speculation that it was a meeting place for an American chapter of the Golden Dawn Society. Oh! Now, the Golden Dawn Society Worships was... Worships Mayroon's Dagon. Uh, no! For th- no well, Welcome Skyrim. to someone to stole your street wall. I'm I'm Ulf Berth Warbear. <laughs> yeah, and then here it's with me. <laughs> no! Oh. <laughs> Golden Dawn. Not Mythic Dawn. Oh, Not Mythic Dawn. Okay, mythic yeah, dawn. sorry. Hunting Brew Meadery. <laughs> that should have been the name of the tonic room. Is Hunting Brew <laughs> Um, So no, the Golden Dawn was devoted to the study and practice of the occult, uh, metaphysics, and paranormal activities during the late 19th and early 20th centuries. Yeah. Um, they had an initiation system and hierarchy similar to the Masonic lodges, but unlike the Freemasons... Yeah, they were way more fucking fun, women guys. Women <laughs> were uh, admitted on an equal basis with men. Well, you know why. And fun fact... To Our t- good, to touch friend, butts? good friend of Booze and Brews, Alistair Crowley, yeah. was a member of the Golden Dawn. Yeah. Because oh. it's all fucking sex magic. You need <laughs> vaginas for that yeah. shit. Oh, I mean, look, I get Alistair it. Crowley would put it or take it anywhere. Mm-hmm. He was an equal opportunity fuckist. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, that's why there were women in the yes. um in the whole OTO thing. It's because right. of sex magic. Wow. I really like Alistair Crowley. So He's fascinating. <laughs> we will we should do an episode. Do what thou wilt. On Aleister Crowley. He's um, not a ghost. Anyway. Yeah. I would have already done that. <laughs> worse times. than caves. It would have been five hours long. We'll be talking about, about it. sex magic forever. <laughs> you make a sigil. And then, and then you jizz on it. I don't know. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> 
So anyway, an elderly woman. That's how you woman, feed the spirits. You like leave out bread with jizz on it, and that's how you keep evil spirits you out. Feed, that's how you feed the spirits because they take your energy. So you got to give them your energy by giving them your jizz, and then they leave you alone on bread. I'm not making any. Why of this does up. bread have? What is how it does is bread? Soaks it's, in all the it's like a sponge. I don't know. I didn't write this. I just thought, I, I didn't know if they're like. <laughs> it's a sponge. They're carb loading. It's a marathon, not a <laughs> the, sprint. No, it's a good sponge. Yeah. You get a good, a good bake sponge. on that sponge. You got, if you got an elemental coming after you, you just got jizz on some bread. That's it. That's all you need. <laughs> That's all you need. Is that your Elster Crowley impression? Hey, it's me, Elster Crowley. I was here to tell you about bread jizz. <laughs> I like circle dick butts and jizz on bread. I'm yep. Elster Crowley. Anyway, <laughs> anyway, an elderly woman claimed to have witnessed a ritual murder in the basement, which led people to believe that it was a golden dawn. Like her father had mm. taken uh, her as a child in the 30s to this rit- to uh, jizz on some bread, yeah, and to watch a ritual murder. Uh huh. Did, did they did they use Mayroon's razor in the? <laughs> Welcome back to someone stole your sweet roll. <laughs> yes. That's this exactly. is the no, non-stop Skyrim jokes. You need to move past this Golden okay, Dawn we're shit. We're done. So in addition to um, the the um, iconography, um, the owners also found, and also included was a pentagram. They did find, in addition, uh, a pentagram. Because I was like, if I found a bunch of old iconography like that, I might have gone Illuminati. If it was like pyramids and shit. Gotcha. Mm, over. But the pentagram is really what sold it. More on the uh, occult. But it, so... Um, they found that, but they also found this worn-looking dagger on a window well. Oh no! They removed it, thinking, "Oh, okay, oh, don't do that." Here's he was this. keeping something out. However, yeah. right after it was removed, a bouncer went down to the basement and suddenly fell paralyzed where the pentagram was. He went down to the ground and couldn't move and couldn't speak. So he, when uh, they took the bouncer to the hospital, doctors said there was nothing wrong with him. So they were like, "We're just gonna put this dagger back where we found it." Uh-huh, uh-huh. And there he hasn't was been paralyzed. any problems. He was like walking down the stairs, suddenly he's frozen, and he feels like. <laughs> knocking on his back door and Aleister Crowley's ghost comes up and is like take a deep breath (laughs) someone's knocking at the door someone's fucking my butt and just let it out and let it in let me in whoop Yep. Uh, so they put the dagger back. Okay. No, don't um, tense up. It's going to make it easier yeah, for all of us. It's going to be easier if you just breathe through it. Yep. <laughs> um, and there haven't really been any problems since in the basement. Oh, because I, uh, I would have thought. I mean, you with move people, the dagger, you let it in. You put mm-hmm. the dagger back. It's already fucking in there. Well, yeah. I mean, it could still be because. Um, spoiler. I'm going to tell you about the ghost now. People will see just apparitions in the basement. Um, kind of around this area so that's why they're thinking maybe it's the person who was murdered ritually mm. in the basement okay. by somebody but they also see spirits in the bar area okay. that could also be like north siders they will see like old timey gangsters oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, in the bar um, they don't really know. Old mean muggies, you see? Hey, they're my gangster. Side Irish pride, hoity toity. Yeah, I'm a mobster. I'm a mob. I'm oh wait, that's not how you do it, Irish accent. You gotta no. gotta get real high, right? I'm that's a how you do it. I'm a mobster. I'm a mobster. <laughs> yes. Somebody's performing some kind of sex magic in the basement. There you go. Perfect. <laughs> You're hired. Listener Ashley, how do we do? How do we do, Listener Ashley? <laughs> um, Greatest on a scale 10 to 10. Yeah, it was yeah, great. On because a scale of awesome to super awesome. How good, awesome, how awesome was it? Irish accent. <laughs> oh, she's going to be like, I yeah, stopped listening. Like, um, no. I stopped after the mouth shitting part. You guys went on and insulted me. Yeah, guys, me. if you made it through that cold Congratulations. open. Congratulations. <laughs> good, good job, yo. Yeah, you I'm earned it. I'm glad you're here. 
Um, so anyway, where could the pentagram and weird dagger come from? So during the 60s and 70s, there was a gentleman named Frederick Deare Chaga who owned a shop that catered to people interested in various facets of the occult. Deare Chaga? Yes. D-E, he was Spanish. Okay. So it's Deare Chaga. Okay. Oh, okay. The Arichaga considered himself to be a, quote, Pontifus Maximus in the Sabaean religious order. And this is what my Patreon episode will be about. So please. Oh, man, I'm excited. Please subscribe. Oh, I'm like, excited. It's, it's, it's like Ghostbusters. It's like raise occult books. Like, yeah, I love it. I love it, man. <laughs> Sabian or Sabian religious order and sold amulets, herbs, chebs. He sold amulets? Yeah, he yeah. did. He sold amulets. Uh, Healing crystals. Goat hooves. It's rose quartz. Goat Amulet is one of my favorite words. Chebels, incense, goat hooves, voodoo beads, togas, jetstones to absorb bad uh, spells and ceremonial daggers. And now we have our answer to and where also, the dagger came from. And also bait. And butt plug. Yeah, it was also a bait, bait shop. shop. <laughs> Tires yeah. fixed also. Oh, you just come for the worms. That's fine. They're in the bag. <laughs> You don't want the amulet? <laughs> Do like an am- I have an amulet for where? How about an amulet of Thalos? <laughs> back to a Skyrim. Hi, this is... Hunting brew me, daddy. I love that you brought it back. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. I'm surprised that you did because you hate it so much. I'm my amulet of Stendar. <laughs> so, Daari Chaga considered himself a hereditary witch who received his gift from his mother who oversaw the Sabaean order. Oh, okay. So he inherited oh. the shop. So, so when his mom down, died, he yeah, trickle-down trickle down witch. witch. Um, so when his mom died, he inherited the shop. So And all the magics. And all the magics. Um, he was... This and was, all the fishing amulets. This this <laughs> was fun. And I only include this because um, we were Alistair Crowley and you'll see why in a second. Uh, he was also bisexual and said, quote... When modern witch hunters go out looking for witches or warlocks or whatever you want to call them, ask them a couple questions. Do you like it in the book? Most witches are full of crap. Make them put it on the line. Ask them if they're bisexual. If they're not, it's a giveaway. Apparently all witches are bisexual. Oh, Most witches are full of crap. Make them poop. <laughs> they make are them. constipated. Yes, <laughs> make them Get them um, some Ducolax. So yeah, so during the 70s, his shop did experience a little bit of like some negative press. Um, the Chicago Tribune. Oh, really? Well, because the Chicago Tribune wrote about his store at least three times in the 60s and 70s. Um, I could see that, though. Yeah, and so in the 70s, after the... the weekend, why? Well, after the... Occult bookstore, man. Bisexual witch. Bisexual... amulets for fishing. Take that, Mr. Hitler. No, so after The Exorcist came out, um, people started freaking out and they saw his shop as the occult and they were like we need to get this out of the neighborhood oh. it's bringing bad so people just saw the movie they started freaking out they were like do sign of the cross as they walk by the store they would like walk across the street as if somehow like negative energies would like come and approach them got it got it um, all the while he has continued Mr. De R.A. Chaga has con- uh, continued his religious order so he set up like a room like almost a temple in the back mm-hmm. where he would go and that's where my temple is in the back yeah um, and <laughs> he had like pillars, veils, and cushions, and cooing pigeons. And he would do his <laughs> religious rites. Pig- cooing pigeons. Yes, these pigeon does not uh, coo. Does not coo. He must be gone. Nothing uh, helps me open uh, 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 doorways to the dread realms like 
Scarrets. Yes, that's right. He became right. French, and I don't care. And he's Spanish, and it's, yeah, it's fine. fine. Yeah, I like right next Pigeon Go, coo, coo. Um, So he left the Sabaean Order in the 1970s. He converted to Santeria. Oh, okay. He practiced Santeria. Yeah. Uh, if I had a million. Yeah, thank you. I was like, I, I, fuck, I, I, the I was, words just I left like, my head. got no crystal ball? He's got no crystal ball. He has amulets, though. Yeah. But if he had a million dollars. Santeria, I have an amulet. Would you? Not to go fishing, I have a bunch of worms for that ass. <laughs> yes. Um, so he like factual. <laughs> so he left his religious order, went to Santeria, started worshiping this other kind of god, and it actually kind of sort of tied in to the tonic room taking over when it did. I don't know when it became the lounge, um, but it was like something where they worshipped the liquor gods. It wasn't Bacchus or, or Dionysus or anything like oh, that. Oh, interesting. So um, not old Greeky. No, I agree. But it was some. But other- if you want to know about Bacchus or Dionysus, come back next week. Uh, <laughs> I just have a little mention of it next week. Because I'm recording too today. And uh-huh. so next week, I'm going to tell you guys, I can see into the future. And I'm going to mention this Because next week. I have an amulet. Did you know I have an amulet of Thalos and I can see into the future? <laughs> um, but yeah, so like I said, that was kind of his whole thing. Um, you'll hear it on Patreon too, but he passed away in 2011. Aww. So he's not recently, he's kind of recently dead. Yeah. Um, but the Sabaean <laughs> Order. How old was he when he, when he croaked? I don't know. I mean, okay, if he was owning a store in the 60s, pretty fucking old. Yeah, yeah, that was my thought. Yeah. I was trying to figure out if the bisexual worm amulets were keeping him alive. Um, <clears throat> I maybe. don't know. We'll say yeah. Probably um, keep things interesting. Yeah. <laughs> keep yeah. it fresh. <laughs> um, he sold his last one, said life isn't worth living anymore. I have so many more things to experience as a result of these amulets. Well, I think his, like, he's of Spanish descent. I don't think he's As a result of these amulets. <laughs> I love uh, amulets. <laughs> I'm from Spain. I'm from Spain. I made a new amulet this Do you weekend. like uh, Rafael Nadal? He is my favorite. Uh, He's my favorite. I gave player. him an amulet. Also, uh, Khajiit has wares if you have coins. If you have coins. <laughs> I have lots of wares. Uh, so he's also Khajiit. Um, but yeah, so the like I said, it's been the tonic room. Uh-huh. Go watch. But like I said, there was like kind of the weak sauce on the ghost, as I mentioned. <laughs> It's a lot of just kind of like apparitions. People will get weird mists in their selfies that they take at the bar. Oh, like, um, mist I selfies. Find They're any. trying to filter for them. Yeah, yeah. it was. It was trying to go. Oh, filter. my God. This place is like instant Instagram filter. Everything has this nice sort of. Look at all my freckles are gone. Yeah. It's so, it's I'm smoothening. replaced with the face of somebody <laughs> else. It's an smoothening. It's like an smoothening. Um, so yeah, so you'll get some hey, of those in the background. Smoothie in your face. <laughs> <laughs> and then, um, yeah. so there, but there was a, there was a man that went in the basement, was paralyzed, was paralyzed, and then you will see. Wait, like how did a, he get out? They, they took him out. They took they, him out. They, they took to him to carry him, him out. Carry they him out. Speed though. Yeah, they had to carry him out, take him to the hospital. Like, what the fuck was wrong with him? He couldn't move. He couldn't speak. And as soon as he got to the hospital, they're like, I don't know, nothing's wrong. with and him. And then most of the time, people are just seeing mist and stuff. Yeah, like black, like you can't really tell, but they're like black figures that they'll see in the basement or at mm-hmm. the bar. But and no, like I said, a lot of them are like gangsters. So yeah. it could be reminiscent, uh, like going back to the uh, North, North Side, Side gang. gang. Okay. Um, that you would see, and like I said too, you get weird mists and shit in your selfies. And it's because so many people croaked around there, there's really no telling who they were. Exactly. Yeah. You know. There's a lot of them about, you know. Right. And as it's Vanessa, the, it's the wrong stupid accent. That's a lot of them about, you know. And as Vanessa will mention, you know, who knows how many people were murdered? Yeah, I mean, it wasn't a, it wasn't a time to live a long time as a gangster. No, no, no you don't live long no. at all as a gangster no. in the twenties. Um, but yeah, so 
go visit the tonic room in, 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 in Chicago. Take some selfies. Get See some what happens. Yes. If something knocks on your back door and you freeze up, tell us about it. Tell mm-hmm. yeah, please. Um so that brings Let me Alistair Crowley in. So that brings me <laughs> probably a good time. My beer. He's gotta know what he's doing at this point, right? Yeah. You know, at this point for sure. So brings me to my beer, which is Allagash White. Yeah. Um, because that on the website was like hipsters like their fancy martinis and the regular folk drink Allagash. So yeah. we have Allagash. It fits in nicely. Which was a funny poll because they make a lot of beer in, in the Chicago. Midwest. So they it's weird Goose to pull Island Allagash, which Chicago. is from Maine. Yeah. I was yeah. like, it's it's from like the East Coast. Fucking I was like, as East very north. Well, it actually tastes good, isn't it? It's difference? all fucking good. Um, but yeah, it's a Belgian style wheat beer. It's, it's delicious. It's 5.2%. There's it nothing wrong with that so beer. It's so fucking good. There's nothing I wrong with that beer. Just drink it, this it, all yeah, the time. Yeah, it's, it's, an, it's a nice citrusy, Belgian style. Spicy. You get citrusy, like spicy. You get all that good yep. orange stuff. You get and, a little coriander. Yeah, you do. It's crushable because it's not like 7%. It's super crushable. It's really yeah. good. Yeah, it's, I have crushed mine. It is empty. Mine's gone. And I was like, I'm sad we have only one more. Yeah, yeah. it's sad that it comes in a four pack. Yeah, that is the one down. Did you, did you rouse your yeast? There are instructions on the bottle for rousing, rousing your yeast. I feel like that's rousing. a sexual thing. It is. We Rouse did not your yeast. yeast. <laughs> Pour Allagash White slowly. Slowly. Saving, saving the, last the last inch, inch of, of the liquid. Dick in the bottle yeah and then daddy. swirl there it was i was waiting for daddy <laughs> swirl remaining yeast in bottle and pour in class i did not do that into daddy <laughs> we did get a request of rename the podcast daddy <laughs> who, who requested that <laughs> was some so asshole oh, was she was ass- like can you read in the podcast daddy no and i said fancy tune is into it but podcast mom a would podcast immediately mom, quit yeah i would be out you can't record in my house anymore Deal with it. <laughs> When's daddy coming over to browse my yeast? Podcast daddy. <laughs> there's a there's a whole performance art thing that goes along with it that the podcast listeners are not getting. Stop. But you know who does get it? Who gets it? Daddy. Ah! <laughs> I hate you too. <laughs> I hate you. We're divorced. You know We're who, broken you up. Know who doesn't hate you? Daddy. 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 <laughs> I'm sure he doesn't. <laughs> should we, should we? I can't. I can't. This beer is delicious. You're keep yep. doing it. No, because you're asshole. This beer is delicious. I would totally go on a Valentine's date to that bar. Yeah. Because mm. um, it seems fun. It well, seems like old timey 20 seems fun. Well, yeah. And like jazz kind of thing. That's kind of fun. Like yeah. people don't have enough da, 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 kind of music in their lives. And I did a whole dance with it. Yeah. yeah. I like it when bars like lean very aggressively into a theme and right. then like back it up with the cocktails and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. It seems fun. Yeah. It seems fun. So, yeah. Cool. Thank you. Uh, come back. You're going to learn about Chicago part two. This is like yeah. haunted Chicago. More mobsters. Yeah. Hey, everybody. It's the best part of the show. Engineer Bob here to tell you a bunch of crap in the middle of the show. Hey, I just want to send a quick thank you to Holly Weird Paranormal, Dean Stahl, Brew Crime, and of course, our old friend, Listener Abby, who were tweeting about the show this week. Thank you for getting the word out to everybody on the internet. Hey, if you want to help us get the word out, send us a rating and a reviewing and a subscribing on the iTunes. It helps us reach new listeners, and it's really great for us. Hey, by the way, if you want to support us more than you already have, which you probably do because we're so great, why don't you head over to our Patreon, Booze and Brews uh, there's patreon.com slash booze and brews uh, where you can sign up for different tiers we have video podcasts more podcasts I draw pictures during the show you get to see them it's a super fun time we also have a bunch of different social media websites where you can follow us during the week and hear a bunch of different crap from what we're talking about hey we're on twitter at both and bros and we're on facebook at both and bros and then we're on instagram at both and bros podcast 
So there you go. Thank you very much. And if you would like to contact us about future shows or anything that you want to hear us talk about, uh, you, or if you've submitted a review on the iTunes and you want to get your free gift and be added to our special mailing list, please send us an email at podcast at gmail.com. Okay, back to the show. Blah. Hi. Yep. 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 We're back. Yep. 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 We're back. Yep. Don't make me do my Don Imus impression. <laughs> Nobody wants Quick, that. Quick, hurry up. <laughs> Nobody wants it. It's going to end up being racist. Like, hurry it'll up. Be, it'll be racist. <laughs> okay, guys. So my Valentine's Day story <laughs> is also in Chicago, as Melly alluded to. That's all right. Um, but I'm going to tell you the story of the St. Valentine's Day Massacre. That's right. Because nothing says Valentine's Day. And I love you. Like a bunch of dead Irish people. Yep. Nothing says I love you like what? a... What is that supposed to mean? <laughs> like, I take personal offense at that. No, you gotta start low and get high. I What's take personal offense at that? What's that supposed to mean? <laughs> Jesus. Why are you killing all the Irishmen? I like how I have to do all the... You have to hand Yeah, you, you have hands. like a whole... Like, yeah. Wee. Like I look so bay all of a sudden. a string <laughs> yeah. from your mouth. You're like making your shoe. <laughs> Go up, 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 up. <laughs> Uh, it's a good hook shot yeah, too. Yeah, this is like why the... I work alone in a closet where no one can see me because <laughs> I'm weird. Um, okay, so I'm going to tell you the story of the St. Valentine's Day Massacre. So, yes, paint me a you're picture. All, you're in a the bloody mood. picture. You're in the mood because you for just love. heard Mally's story. Yep. Okay. I'm in the mood for love. love. <laughs> what was that? Okay. I don't know. I don't know. Sing me a song about murder. <laughs> it's a goblin who yeah. sings. Sure. Um, okay. I don't know why I'm having so much trouble getting going. Okay, it's Chicago. <laughs> yes. Pink. Imagine it. You're in Chicago. Chicago. In my mind's eye. It's, Sears Tower. You're in the, no, it's the no, late, Sears Tower's it's the mid to late 1920s. That big right. bean. There, your city, your beautiful city. You wish you had booze. Is overrun. With? With s- gangs of mobsters. Yeah, all them yeps. With so many smelly Irishmen. Um, and Italian men. And Italian men. And apparently Polish men. Yep. And Jewish men. Yep. All the mobs. That's right. The Italians and the Jews hung out. No. No. Well, they had their own gang. Yeah. Uh, uh, We're going to get there. We're going to get to it. Great. Okay. So the town is overrun by mobsters. It's really, there's violence everywhere you turn because someone does something to someone and then there's revenge for it and then there's revenge for the revenge. Right. And And the Gambinis need their protection money. Yeah, exactly. The Gambinis don't get their protection money. Yeah. And then everybody's just shot. An eye for an eye makes all of Chicago blind. Yeah. Um, And that's why it's called the blind city. (laughs) Yeah. It's called the wind in your eye city. Yeah, but they can't feel it because there's no eyes there. Because they're gone. They're eyeless. Um, My mom's from Chicago. She can't see. She's, she's blind. blind. She's blind, eyeless. Blind. Well, eyeless. Well known. No. They call her old blind. It's blindless. weird then that she knows so much about the shape of Olaf's head. Yeah. That's not. Being, she was like, I can tell by his no, no. voice. He looks like a toilet. No, by like the 1950s, the eyes grew back. So that's fine. Okay. Yeah, by the time Bob's mom was born, eyeballs oh. were back. Okay. They were in old, vogue again. Old eyeless Shenny Gambini came on down and was talking about that's toilet right. heads. That's right. That's why mom's got her eyeballs. Yep. The um, eyes were in vogue again. So the the main two gangs are the Northside Gang, which were the Irish and apparently the Polish. Sure. Yep. Um, and the La Casa Nostra, yeah, which is right. the Italian gang, which at the time was run by that guy we were just talking about, Torillo. Johnny Torillo. Johnny Torillo. Yeah. Um, and they're Johnny fighting, Torillo. Yeah. They're fighting over the bootlegging operations that are going on in Chicago because it's like one of the most lucrative cities to be 
a mobster in. Now, right? why is that? Why is that? Why is that? Why? I don't know. I thought it was because it was close to Canada, so it was easy to get liquor in. No, but I was bootlegging opportunities. That's not true. That's not true. I mean, my guess is there is the lake, and you can transport. Like there is a river. The Chicago River does run through the city. Yeah. They could transport stuff. It is the biggest city in that area because, like, Cleveland, Lowell, Milwaukee. Ha ha ha. Yeah. So, I also think it was just like because there was illegal dealings, there was the ability to get booze. Then there was like, yeah, you can go there and you can get booze. If you can get booze, we might as well have racing. If we have booze and racing, we might yeah. as well have prostitutes. Like it just became the might sort of well. den of sin yeah. of the day. Yeah, the place. Um, if you want to have a good time, you go well, to Chicago. A lot of stuff you, in the or area. if you want to be Chicago. murdered in the crossfire. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> um, so the Northside Gang uh, was run by at this. So it's been run by a bunch of different people because it will be like some dude will be in charge and then he'll, he'll get he'll murdered. get whacked. That's right. He'll sleeping with the fishes. Um, and then they'll be replaced by someone else and then they'll kill him and then they'll right. replace someone else and they'll kill Just him. Just watch The Godfather, man. Yeah, it, it's a lot of murders. Um, so this has been going on for about five years. So we're going to jump forward to 1929. See, this is why we shouldn't have outlawed booze in the first place, man. Yeah. Well, because it led them it's to true. a whole bunch of other illegal All operations. Illegalness. And we lost so much tax money on it, guys. It like almost bankrupted the country. Um, All we've because talked about some that before. uptight bitches didn't like the fact that their husbands were drunks whatever i say we're more yeah maybe you shouldn't be such a mean wife and you wouldn't want to drink so much maybe put out once in a while give the man give the man a bj it's all he wants (laughs) he would have sold everything one bj once a week once a week save the world where are the men protesting the lack of bjs i don't see them you know why we suffer in silence we're men's rights activists men's rights activists bj rights activists I want to. I want to get sick sometimes. <laughs> I always think about that episode of uh, Parks and Rec where the men's rights activists are like protesting Leslie Nope, and she's like, "Where are you? Where are you in the crowd? Men's rights? That's not a thing." <laughs> and then she just like moves on. Like, no, you're dumb. That's not a thing. That's not a thing. Um, okay, so the North Side Gang is. Um, I said they, this is the Irish gang, and it, at the time, it's being run by a man named George Bugs Moran. Yeah, I right. assume M O R A N. Yep. So Bugs Moran um, and the Italian side of the Casa Nostra yeah. um, has just been handed over to Mr. Alphonse Capone. That's mm. right. Um, so he is he in loves charge naked banjos. because his boss like almost got shooted and he got really nervous. And so he was like, you're in charge now, Alphonse. And Alphonse was like, cool, cool, cool. I'm going to move to Florida and like run everything. <laughs> but like warmer. not be anywhere fucking near where someone Where'll might actually shoot are. me. That's yeah. right. <laughs> Lol, I'm not living in Chicago. I'm living in <laughs> In Florida. Have what if you I just send you like Chicago yeah. in the winter? Polar vortex. Yeah. I'm done with yeah, this. It's yeah, it's February. <laughs> I will see you bitches in, in the, Florida. The United States Postal Service is actually very reliable and I can get all of my communications sent up to you from my very, very comfortable villa in Florida. That's I'll Alcapone. send you some oranges. I'll send you some and oranges. Some moiters. And some And I'll tell you. Yeah. <laughs> Look inside the oranges. It'll tell you who to moiter next. Um, so it macho been, man. this uh, beef, yes. Chicago beef, had been going Ooh, on. That's for- a good time because of the... The, the sausage yes in yeah. Chicago uh, for about five years there've been a lot of moitas back and forth for about five years um, so at this point the last people to strike a bow were the Northside Gang mm. so Mr. Bugs Moran had just knocked off like one of Alphonse's friends uh. and he had like and he made it seem like Alphonse made it seem like oh you've killed my friend 
I don't know why he's Dracula all of a sudden. You killed my friend! <laughs> One, two, two murders! I don't know why he's Dracula all of a sudden. But so he would try to make it seem like, oh, this is revenge for my friend. But really it was more about the fact that uh, Bugs was starting to encroach on his territory. Like he uh. took over like a racetrack and a couple of prostitution halls that were sort of like right on the cusp of where of Transylvania? <laughs> yes, yes, exactly. It was the daytime. They'd moved in the sunshine. Yeah. Alphonse Al couldn't had, get to them. Al had no choice. Um, so he was just like, okay, we need to exact Renfield, revenge. you were not paying attention during the day. You dickhead. Oh, I was asleep. You dickhead. <laughs> we're werewolves, not swearwolves, yeah. dear. Um, so then uh, Mr. Alphonse says, I'm going to devise a plan. From his uh, Florida villa. Yes. He says, I'm going to devise a plan. And what we're going to do is we're going to lure Mr. Bugs Moran and all of his big and fancy hoity-toity men right. to this garage where it's known that he does dealings, where Bugs does dealings out of their sort of friends to right. the Northside gang. It's called so, Bugs' Garage. It's called, very conveniently it's located called, at Fifth and Templeton. It's called the SMC Cartage Warehouse. Oh, okay, sure. It's sure. called like Cartage Warehouse and shipping and movers and murder tires fixed also. It's just everything. Um, well, you know where to go. So they said that like, oh, the Purple Gang. Oh, the who, Purple Gang. The Purple Gang. Who, Are they Pokemon? No, they're <laughs> no, they were actually their own little side spurt of the mafia. They're the Jews. Oh, they're Jew gangsters. Why they pick purple? I don't because they're fancy, dear Jewish gangsters. Why purple? Why purple? I don't know. But so they were the Purple Gang. So the Purple Gang mostly worked out of like um, Missouri. Okay. Um, but they were starting to move up into Chicago a little bit. And throwing, were, throwing pokeballs at Irish people. Yeah. yeah. And they were, We've got to catch them all. They were mostly working with Capone. Because um, Jews and Italians not that far apart. Yeah. Um, sure. But they sure. hadn't really, like, they hadn't struck a side. They hadn't struck an alliance yet. Um, so they were like, here's what we're going to do. Mr. Alphonse Capone says, here's what we're going to do. We're going to convince Bugs that the Purple Gang has come into possession of these two trucks full of whiskey. Uh, illicit whiskey. And delicious And we're going to deliver it to them um, on the morning of February 14th. Yeah. Valentine's Day. Mm-hmm. Um, and they can buy it from us. We're going to sell it to them because they'll give us a better price than Capone will. That's the, that's right. the rub. Gotcha. I'm doing so many weird hand yeah, gestures you are. for mobsters. And you're like, in your a head, a lot of head shaking. A a lot of, there's a lot going on, guys. It's a full body performance. Um, that you cannot see. No, none of you can see. I can see it. But you hear it in her I'm voice. I'm here to tell yes. you it's great. So then, the, so uh, Bugs is like, this is a great deal. I'm super happy about two truckloads full of whiskey. I love whiskey. Happy. It's Valentine's Day. Everyone's looking to just get smashed finally and crush some strange. Yeah. So... <laughs> They were like, this is going to be a big day for us. We definitely want this whiskey. So they were like, we will be there. So he, they thought, uh, Mr. Alphonse thought, they're probably going to bring like two or three of his men with him. He brings nine other dudes. So there's 10 of these dudes from the Northside gang who are, they show up in their best clothes. Because oh, yeah. apparently whenever you do illicit deals, you have to dress You the dress nine. nicely. <laughs> Just so fancy. Um, look, I know we're breaking the law, but there's really no reason that we shouldn't look But look, good. Yeah. here's because the thing. afterwards, we yeah. just want to dance. <laughs> if I get busted. We're going to head down to the speakeasy, and we're going to find some strange to smash. <laughs> we're yeah. going to get some nice broads. <laughs> and we're going to dance. And we're going to dance and then smash. Dance and smash. Um, that's so where the term smash dancing came from. <laughs> that's what Smash Mouth's origins are. Oh. Hey, now you're an all-star. <laughs> I'm getting face fucked. Go play. <laughs> Smash mouth. Smash mouth. Oh, Come on. That was good. No. That was good. 
I was right there. <laughs> oh, I was with you, babe. Left yourself wide open for that. Oh, boy. Um, so 10 of them are showing up. Um, so at 1030, it was supposed to be a morning deal. What happens at 1030? Um, so at 1030, two trucks pull into the warehouse. Mm-hmm. Um, and then closely followed right behind, a Cadillac pulls out Ooh. up front. Watch Ooh, out for the Cadillac. Fancy, fancy car. And two gentlemen in Chicago PD outfits get out. Oh. And two uh, gentlemen in plain clothes get out. Uh-huh. Um, and they start to walk towards the building. Now, Mr. Bugs Moran, he had probably had quite a Galentine's Day the day before. Uh. So he had a little bit, uh, too much sleepies, and he had overslept. Oh. So he was still walking to the garage, and he oh. sees the Cadillac pull up, and the two police officers, air quotes, get out. Uh-huh. So he was like, fuck. fuck. And he, he had, turns like, he around had, and just walks away. So he had one of his dudes with him, and he yeah. was like, fuck. So they just like continued on, like walked right past yeah. the garage, and went to a coffee shop down the street. Nothing to see here. Yep, they were just like, nope, we totally were going in there. And as he's walking, he passes by another one of his guys who is coming from a different location in the city. And they were like, nope, nope, nope. nope. It's a fix. Get out. Get out. Yeah. So the three of them just go and like watch from across the street. Oh, fuck. The other seven dudes that are inside. But Bugs is not actually in there. No. They're about um, to get quite a show. Yeah, well, this is a little show. Um, so these uh, these four men get out, and apparently, what happens is the two cops go inside. They have they all of them have guns, Tommy guns, mm. um, and they're like, "This is a raid." We're taking all the whiskey out of these trucks. Uh, they open the back of the trucks. Trucks are empty. Yeah, they never are. any whiskey. Mm-hmm. No. Uh, they're like the seven of you stand against that wall. We're gonna process the scene or whatever twenties cop talks they say. Mm. Yeah. Um, so then the cops look at the two gentlemen who aren't in cop uniforms and are like, okay, they're good. Um, and then the two gentlemen who aren't in cop clothes just fucking walk out, swing away. They, they go just bye. start. Nope, they <laughs> just start firing. Oh. oh, so one of them has a Tommy gun, a Thompson submachine gun, which holds uh, has a twenty round magazine, and the other one has a fifty round magazine. And they just fucking strafe bullets spraying. across Jesus. seven men until every single bullet is fired. Yeah, they apparently we're like back and forth, back and forth. Everyone fell to the ground. They're shooting them on the ground. Yeah, um, they jumped seventy bullets bullets into these guys Jesus. pretty good it's a good um, number 10 each yeah. oh, and it's up against this wall so there's bullet holes in this wall yeah. there's blood stains all over this wall it's terrible it's macabre um so the um of the seven men uh there were actually eight people in the building okay um because of and of the seven men one of them actually survives so these seven men are I have I so what happened i got shot a lot well, he got <laughs> shot in the ass a thousand times he was yeah. like it's all good so uh these men were um uh peter gunsberg uh frank gunsberg who were both like enforcers for the north side gang pete and frank gunsberg yep. good boys albert Calaclech. Yep. Who changed his name to James Clark. Yep. I <laughs> sure, would have yeah. was a better name. Um, who was Moran's second in command. So he was gotcha. second in charge of the Northside Gang. Um, a gentleman named Adam Haler, who was a bookkeeper for the Northside Gang. A gentleman named Reinhard Schwimmer. Yeah. Who was uh, a, a, a German eye, boy. He was an eye doctor who just like got swept up in underground oh. gambling and he was wealthy. So he was just like, I want to hang out with the mobsters. Oh. And they were like, come along. Oh, boy. <laughs> come along, Reinhardt. Um, I heard there was going to be a whiskey delivery <laughs> and I thought it would be fun to attend. Yeah, pretty much. Bugs. 
bugs can I come along with you okay um there was also it can be a good time yeah there's also a man named Albert Weinshank who managed a couple of the operations for the Northside gang um and a man named John May who ran the garage and oh. he helped so he helped deal with fancy goods all yeah. the time for them now Albert Weinshank has the same relative like coloring haircut build of bugs. as bugs and they're wearing the same color suit that day he's uh, also well known for his delightful lamb recipes <laughs> get it wine shank, shank. Yep. i got you wine shank so the joke is about how you there's like a lamb shake and you can put yeah. wine and be a good meal thank yeah. you that's I got the it. joke i, I got it. oh i got you did you yeah. hear it it's yep good. that was okay. great okay so good. they thought when they sure started shooting it. them they thought we got him we got bugs yeah. he's in there and then as they're like standing Leaving. over all the bodies they're, they're like, like fuck it's not him yeah so then they go up to john may whose garage it is they shotgun him to the fucking face so oh. his face is just gone Oop. sure and then they do the same thing to what's his oh fucking boy name? i just wrote it shima Reinhard? Uh, no. Reinhard? To Albert. Oh, stupid fucking Fart, fart pants. Albert yeah, Schwanzman. Yeah. To Albert Klockelix. James Clark. James yeah, Clark. James, oh, to right, James right, Clark. Right, right, who was right, the right. second in command. They just shot him in the they face. They shot him in the Because they were like, okay, well, this is definitely second in command, dude. So we're going to pulpify your face as well. Um, Great. Yes. So the... And then the... Uh, they were like, okay, we're done. They... The two police officers lead the other two men out of the garage with their hands behind their backs as if like because everyone them. starts to come over like oh my gosh oh there's all this gunfire that's happened yeah, yeah. and then these we two, better go take a look and then yeah. those two police <laughs> let's, let's go closer let's to the danger cool. yeah um so these two police officers lead out two men who presumably have their yep. hands secured and then the, the police officers are like we got it we got it they put them in the back of the cadillac and, and they, they drive, drive away. away so no one calls the police for like an hour until oh, the real shoot. police show up um and they discover that frank goonsberg which is one of the enforcers is still alive oh god he's taken 14 bullets and they move him to the hospital and he's uh, awake and cognizant oh and god. talking wow. and the police are questioning him and he will not say who shot him he wow will not. Shit. nope he ain't no stoolie but you took 14 bullets 14 fucking bullets yeah take that 50 cent uh, yeah. yeah you got nine no yeah. so he took 14 Gosh, bullets 14. it's my birthday <laughs> um, party like it's your birthday and the only other survivor from this encounter you can't sip Bacardi because it's, 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 it's illegal it's, it's not your birthday the, uh, <laughs> the only other survivor from this encounter was a German shepherd dog oh German, a German shepherd, shepherd dog. dog named Highball oh, oh, his name was Highball who was John May, who's the guy who owned the garage's yeah. dog, that apparently when shots started firing, he, the dog fucking ran away. Yeah, I did. <laughs> and then when the police came in, he was like sitting by the dead bodies, like whining. Oh, like, my everybody's dead. Everybody's dead. <laughs> I just dodged he had a bullet. a rough day. But Highball is the only one to survive because Frank died at the at the hospital after three hours of being questioned and not wow. saying anything. Oh, he died eventually. Yeah, he died. He died hours later, though. Jesus. Wow. Um, and they, they were getting him medical attention, but they really just kept questioning him because they were like, this is a huge mafia hit. Like, we have to know who did this. And no. he wouldn't say. Hmm. Um, so, yeah, Highball's the only one to survive. I Aww. would squeal. German Shepherd Dog. Aww. I would totally squeal. If Especially I got shot for Definitely dying. Yeah, if if I'm shot 14 times in the 1920s, I have to imagine, self, you're about to die. No. Just give it up. No. Well, there it's are, the code of the streets, there man. There are theories, maybe, about why he didn't talk or <gasps> if he did talk. Oh. There are theories. Whoa. And there's a lot more background that goes into this. 
I'm giving you a very uh, like quick overview of the situation. Right. If you're interested, our friends over at Brew Crime, uh, we heard through the grapevine that they were doing this story for Valentine's Day as well. I bet theirs is much more in-depth into oh, the I crime yeah. itself. Yes. So, so, listen. so if you're interested, check out Brew Crime. They're delightful. They're yeah. nice people. They're wonderful Canadian people talking about dead American people. Friendly beardy boys. Um, and Beard girl. buddies. Beard buddies. Um. So there, there are many theories about who this could have been. They, they obviously suspect it's the Purple Gang, but they're not really sure. They, there are also these uh, suspicions that it partially was done by actual members of the Chicago PD. So those weren't people in fake cop uniforms. They those were, were actually real cops. cops. Oh. Because the North Side Gang had just gotten in trouble for um, some, something had happened with the police and as revenge, they had killed a police officer's uh, son Ooh. who was Ooh. like, you don't do that. I don't know that he was a child. I think he might have been a grown son. Doesn't matter. But still, so there's these theories that the police were involved and they were like, maybe that's why Frank didn't talk. Oh. It's because like maybe the police were like i'm sorry i can't hear you i'm sorry i don't i'm sorry what Ooh, uh, waldo shot them so he could have been like, i'm not sure it was smith it was smith and yeah. they're like what um and then there's also this theory that uh this there's this other gang called egan's rats who were like known to be associated you know what i want to be part of that gang yeah egan's rats one egan's egan, rats egan is a town in minnesota fun okay okay and rats that's pretty awesome <laughs> I, I love Minnesota and I love I small rodents. I, 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 I love Mr. Alphonse's sad shower banjo Capone. Done. <laughs> These are things I like. Um, so they never really knew who did it. They The police did tons of investigations. It spent years and years. The FBI was fucking all over it, obviously. Yeah. Um, and then randomly enough, um, in 1935, the FBI busts the Barker gang, which is another gang of mobsters. Um, and, uh, and no one's talking. Is that Ma Barker? Is that her gang? It's Bob Barker. Yeah. The price the is price wrong, was bitch. Wrong. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so uh, they round up all these people from like everyone from the Barker gang and apparently one super low level guy whose name is Byron Bolton. Wow. Um, <laughs> gets arrested and he just farts. He just farts. He farts, he just he farts to death. He just starts singing like a canary and wow. he's just like, here's everything illegal I've ever done, I've ever known about and I've ever like like seen Save other people me. do. Um, I don't want to go to jail and get raped. And so, and it's the FBI who has custody of him. And uh, he says, I know who did the St. Valentine's Day Massacre. But because it happened completely in Chicago, it's a state matter. And the FBI is like, "Mm, we're federal. So we don't care. They actually don't tell anyone in Chicago or Illinois, like the information that they got out of this guy. (laughs) Um, And their real, their justification was, well, it's 35. This happened in 29. Most of the people that he's implicating are already dead. Oh, Wow. Um, but they did catch a bunch <laughs> of other people because of this. It's a high this. stakes life. Yeah. But like he knew that it was Capone that ordered the hit. And at that point, Capone was already in jail. Right. So the, the FBI was like, doesn't matter. Wow. <laughs> Chicago was displaced. He's already <laughs> naked banjoing. We don't care. We don't care. <laughs> we don't care. Um, so that is the story of the St. Wow. Valentine's Day Massacre. It literally happened on Valentine's Day. It's one of the bloodiest moments in mafia there history. There are pictures uh, floating around on the internet. We're not going to post them because that's disgusting. Yeah, but they're, they're, oh, Oh, of the actual scene, yeah. yeah. So, the, do you ever want to see people's heads shot off? No. Well, what's a like weird, interesting tidbit? But the newspapers actually did print the crime scene photos, <gasps> which were super macabre, especially for yep. back in the day. But what they did is they printed them upside down, uh, so they sort of looked 
if you wanted to really look at the fo- the newspaper, you had to turn it upside down to be mm-hmm. able to like look and start to identify the people and like see yeah. what's a head and what's an arm. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was supposed to be as a way to like protect people right. who didn't want to see, but it just started to be a way to like tell which of your friends was like fucked in the head and like yeah. reading the newspaper upside down. Like, yeah, I want to see those photos. Yeah. <laughs> Yo, Joey's reading the paper upside down. He's trying to look at the dead things. Yeah. He's we, got a big boner. I was gonna say you gotta got, start worrying. He's when using the, the paper head. also to cover his massive erection. Yeah, he's got his own rigor mortis down yeah, there. Yeah, I know, right? Fucking, fucking hard penis hard. is yeah. what it is, right? Kid, kid, kid. that's where the <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, that's where the sex goes on his on his <laughs> on after his, he looks at the dead guys. Yeah, that's the one. You guys going to win the anyway, Cubs game? So <laughs> the brick wall became a bit of a tourist attraction sort of immediately. Yeah. Um, Is it still there to this day? No. Shit! Fuck! Uh, I don't want to go to Chicago ever We're going to get to it. Um, but so it became a tourist attraction immediately. People were always going, especially because John May, the guy who owned this garage, is pulpified. Yeah. So mm. no one owns the building anymore. So they didn't know what to do with it for a while. So people were coming in and they said that like people were stealing the bricks out of the wall or like stealing bullets out of the wall and stuff. Um, and then in 1949, so 20 years later, um, the front half of the garage was taken over by a couple who had just moved into the country and they turned the front half of the garage into an antique store. Oh, Jesus. Um, <laughs> but they kept having all these people come in and ask to look at the brick wall and they had no idea They're why because like, they didn't know the history of the and then they were like literally no one is buying our antiques people just want to look at the stupid fucking brick wall so they moved oh wow and then the building sat empty for a really long time and they should have made them buy an antique in order to look like, at the yeah, wall yeah. Yeah. yeah so then the building these, these people were idiots <laughs> the building was demolished in 1967 oh. um but the wall the brick wall was bought by a canadian businessman <laughs> Canadian yes. businessman. Brew crime, we're looking at you. Um, <laughs> named so named he, Hockey McMapleton. Yes. Hockey McMapleton. <laughs> yeah. 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 His name Molson is Molson Hockey McMapleton. Moose Mc. One tooth. Snow. So he the took the wall. The politest man to ever buy a wall. Yeah, he took the sorry, wall. Sorry, not sorry. He put it in his, uh, in the 1970s, he opened up a nightclub, a huh. discotheque. Ooh. And he put the wall in the men's restroom. <laughs> And then three times a week, he opened it up so that women could see it as well. Oh, my God. I don't know if you would, like, piss on the wall or if it was Where behind it, glass in the or men's something. restroom. In a disco in the 70s. Where Weird is the choice, disco? bro. Is the disco in, in Canada? Canada. Somewhere in, in Canada. Do we know I, in where? In the Canadian part of Canada. Thing. Okay. Yeah. Like, normally uh, they put ads so you have something to read. It was a 20s-themed disco, okay. so maybe that's why it worked out. Oh, uh, okay, sure. that makes sense. Um, yeah, piss all over it. Um, so <laughs> then uh, the club was only open for a couple years, and then it closed. And then uh, the that Canadian businessman started selling off the bricks one by one for $1,000. Wow. With, like, a certificate of authenticity and, like, a, this is what happened in the same Valentine's Day. Written by him. And here's the brick. Yes, pretty much. It's well, real, on his little, like, here. typewriter, like, yeah. clicka, clicka, clicka. Um, I do hereby verify that I did buy that and it is great. So he started sending these bricks out, selling them for $1,000 because he's a failed businessman now, it would seem. Um, But then he realized he was getting back almost as many bricks as he sent out because people were sending the bricks back, not asking for a refund, just being like, I don't want this brick in my house anymore because he said over 70% of the people who got the bricks, especially 
experienced some sort of terrible downfall in their lives. Whoa. So everything from like a major illness to getting divorced to like being drawn into financial ruin and in a couple cases even death Whoa. was associated with the person who bought the brick. So people were like, I don't nope, even don't want, want my money it. back. Do I want. just don't want this fucking brick. He should reopen his disco without the wall. It would have been fine. So then... So then it starts making the newspapers that like, oh, these bricks are haunted or cursed or like these psychics are being like, there's so much negative energy tied into these bricks. So then a bunch of other people started coming forward and saying, my grandfather was a construction worker when the building was demolished and I have a brick too. And these are the hardships we've endured in my family. And so people who hadn't even bought the bricks from this Canadian businessman, but were like, I have a brick as well. And I've also had terrible things happen to me. Um, so they just said that it's a bunch of bad energy. Bro. So the man sold, uh, he, some of the bricks sold off one by one. Some are still owned by private collectors. Apparently a lot of them are owned by the Mob Museum in Las Vegas. Oh, okay. So Zach if you want to go see them in the Vegases, um, yeah, then go visit our friends, the Bagginses. Um, say hi. Um, but so, yeah, so apparently these bricks are cursed. Wow. Um, which is crazy. I think it would be cool to have one like, like had a bullet hole in it or something. Yeah, for sure. Um, unless it, but killed, you know what? My unless life's it kinda, killed you. Yeah. Right. My life kind of, yeah sucks at certain points so i'm like yeah i don't want to welcome any more suckitude yeah yeah it's super fun up until the point where you get cancer and your butt falls off right yeah Yeah. or you or die or you get divorced you're in financial ruin you get cancer and then you die from it you know what i don't really all it cost me was a thousand dollars that's it that's it canadian a thousand dollars canadian even better america like 58 bucks it's fake the money's blue Um, they got goddamn ducks on the quarters. What's going on? Toonies and toonies is bullshit. I think they got some sort of hockey player on one. The, the five dollar bills have a hockey kids on it. You fucking idiots. Whatever. All of our money has racists on it. It's fine. You know, a good, you know what? Slave if I was given the choice between hockey children and racists, yeah. I'm taking hockey, hockey children. Right? Point Canada. Yeah. God damn it. 100%. I can't believe lo- you made me admit that. A lovely old British woman or or hockey or there's literally wildlife, whereas we just have old racists on our money. <laughs> fine. Fine. Um, Not the $5 bill, you asshole. That <laughs> no, was actually... USA! <laughs> so the bricks are haunted, but apparently so is the location where the garage used yeah. to be. So the area, um, it was leveled in the 60s, like I said. It's now um, like an, a yard for the, a neighboring nursing home. Oh, it's completely no. fenced in. So you where can't old people go, go to die, don't well, they? Well, I assume it's like for old people to look at. because I don't, die. I don't think they're getting a lot of outside time. Well, I mean, Chicago, it's like nice six days a year. Yeah, so I assume they're just looking at it covered in snow. Um, but it is fenced in, so you can't just go. Okay. Um, you can walk by the fence and sort of see the area, um, but it is private property. Don't go without permission. Um, so it's a big, like, grassy knoll. Oh, great. <laughs> book depository. Just kidding. <laughs> um, and JFK's there are five there. trees planted on the property that have now grown to maturity, and one of the trees is planted right where the wall was. So it sort of mm. signifies that this is where the same Valentine's Day massacre tree haunted. happened. Um, the yeah. whole fucking grassy knoll is haunted. Oh. Um, so people say like they walk by and they just like get a bad feeling about it. It's by a nursing home. So people die there all, all the, time. the time. I'm not even going into how many deaths are related to mm-hmm. like, I looked at the grass and then I died because well, it's, they're all <laughs> it's a nursing anyway. home. So I'm like, I'm not counting any of that. But <laughs> these are not confirmed like, you kills. You were already old and sick. You look, I, look, you were going to die anyway. Yeah. <laughs> not confirmed kills. Um, yeah, exactly. That's an unconfirmed kill. Yep. 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 Um, so, but people like psychics will go and like try and get energy and they're like the amount of negative energy that's still stuck in that place is 
really crazy. high. Um, there's also uh, people will walk by and they'll hear like far away in the distance gunfire and Ooh. screaming. Mm. So much so that people have called the police. Whoa. And the police have been like, nope, nope. That's just happens there sometimes. Mm. Um, but sometimes if you if you are walking by with your dog, oh no. the dogs will freak out and start to like Run. whine, but then they pause and whine as if they're like talking to another oh dog. No. They're like having a little like, something bad happened here. Oh no, I can say something bad happened here. Like that poor German Shepherd dog was so traumatized that this ghost is haunting there and the dogs that walk by are like, I can sense there's a ghost dog in there. Daddy, something's not right. Sniff butt, walk away. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Anyway, so that is the story of the St. Valentine Massacre and the ghostly aftermath. Nice. um, Which brings me to my beer. Which is gone. So my beer is Bira Moretti. Yay. La Rosa. (laughs) It's a Doppelbach beer. Yeah. Um, You have to do pizza hands when you do an Italian accent. So it's an Italian beer for all the Italian mafia that killed the Irish mafia. That's right. Yeah. Um, Points off for a German beer from oh, Italy. But the, but, I didn't make it. It's the only Italian beer I could find. But also, it's pretty the, good. The little mobster looking yeah, motherfucker. Yeah, there is a the... gentleman on the label who is definitely a mobster. Oh, yeah. 100%. To... He is sleeping yeah, with it's, the fishes. Yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a real, it's a nice uh, red yeah. beer it's 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 Fruit a little sweeter it's a doppelbach but it's, it's a little it, they said notes of caramel and i'm like you're not fucking around no. with that man it's yeah. a little sweet brewed and bottled by heineken italia oh there you go it's a heineken beer it's 7.2 percent that's for a little uh, it doesn't drink like from. a 7.2 no, though it's pretty it good yeah. yeah and as someone who's drank a lot of italian beer over the years uh most italian beer is garbage yeah so maybe it's when italians make german beer that it's good yeah because um, right this is good. There's nothing wrong with this. Celebrate right. fascism today with a delicious no, no. beer. See, this is, that's no. the one. That's the one cultural exchange no, that I'm we gotta make, appreciate. I'm gonna make the tie even better because there's that one random German dude, Reinhardt Schweinsef. Oh yeah, Dingleberry. Weinshank. Yeah, Weinshank. It's a German no. Shepherd dog. And a yeah, German, and shepherd, a German dog. shepherd dog. It's great. No, and, I think you're. But tie they were in an wonderful. Irish gang, so. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Italian. Italians yeah. murdered an Irish yeah. gang. Really, it was probably the Jews that murdered the Irish gang, but I couldn't find a Jewish beer. Yeah, um, Hebrew. Other than I Hebrew. didn't have any at the fucking. Oh. <laughs> it's tough to find Hebrew. It is weird. It is. And I, difficult. I feel like when they get a new one in, they get it. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, the, there's nothing wrong with this beer. No, there's, I like it. It's, no, it's a yeah. good. It's a good. Actually, not a. It's not a bad example of a Doppelbach from a non-German. Yeah. Brewery. Yeah. I think it's um also <clears throat> best served very cold. Like yeah. mine is starting to warm up a little bit, and okay. the warm with the sweetness is not the best. Gotcha. Um, yeah, but uh, when it was ice cold, I was like, "This is good." Those yeah. are traditional German beers are kind of making uh, a comeback yeah. uh, with certain people out here. I'm really enjoying. I love it. German beer. Yeah, I think they're very, very good. It it wakes <sighs> up my inner German. You know my yeah, my my DNA starts tingling, and it's like, oh, there's a German thing, and I'm like, I know. Hey, He's oh, like yeah. feed me schnitzel. I'm like okay. Wait, I am currently a vegetarian or a pescatarian, but I want a sausage. Hello, I fill me with greasy I meats. want pretzels. I would love some spätzl Get and some dirndl. pretzels and some beer. You and need to be corrected. corrected. My DNA needs to be corrected. I don't understand how they became fucking Nazis because pretzels. 
beer, sausages. There's this is a, the perfect and life. And they're fancy waltzy Wait, dances. No, but that's why we got Nazis is because why? German was Germany was amazing. Yeah. And then World War One happened. And then it was yeah. bad. And Germany was fucked. Yeah. And then everything was fucked in Germany. And they were like, well, we don't know what to do. And then Hitler was like, I, I know. I and know. And that's why we got Nazis. I know. <laughs> and I can promise the return of beer und schnitzel. <laughs> that's literally what princess. happened. <laughs> Shit got a little bit bad in Germany, and they were was like, like, I, I can't miss Hitler. Guys got yeah, some they're, they're so used to having a great yes. time all the time. Yep. They're like, this is bullshit. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> now but it yeah, all makes sense. They've, they've course corrected. That's, Germany is course corrected. That's my 30 second explanation of German history. I super love it. And now but, they're back to liking beer and pretzels. And this is my quick explanation of my part of the show where I get to pick a winner. Let me tell you things I love. Occult sex dungeons run by Spanish men. Who doesn't? You know what else I love? The Gambinis that need their protection money. Oh, they need it. You know what else I love? Allagash White. But I love more than anything, German Shepherd Dogs. Oh, Yay. German Shepherd Dogs. The victor is Vanessa. Yay. Thank you for all highball. Yay. German Shepherd Dog for the win. I was looking because I found information that the dog survived. I was like, tell me it was a German Shepherd Dog. <laughs> tell me it was a German Shepherd Dog. And then two sides were like, it was a German Shepherd. Yes. Like, yes. <laughs> Sweet. Thank you, Internet. And thank you guys for listening. Yes, thank you. We appreciate you. And come back next week. Next week, we're going to talk about ghosty presidents in Ooh, honor of President's Day. President's Day. So come back for more uh, uniquely American stories. That's right. <laughs> until, until then. Cheers. cheers.